trying to be doing that bullshit. bullshit, bullshit. Welcome back. BS with Brian Simpson. Uh, uh, yeah, Rob, we were just talking about moving to the middle of nowhere. You, uh, you said you gave it a shot, and it was a, it was a little. We've been running the numbers. We've been going out to. I live in Glendale, California, right now, um, which is very good location if you do work in the entertainment industry because you're you're in L.A. County. But uh, we've been looking out in Big Bear, out in Twin Peaks, which is a little bit west for people who don't know, and that's like up in the mountains. And as soon as you start getting out of the city, uh, housing prices go down. Uh, the amount of space you can have goes up, and uh, with that goes the number of Confederate flags and <laughs> Gadsden flags and Let's Go Brandon flags and Trump <laughs> flags that you see flying around you. Those two things seem to be positively well, see, correlated. But see, but see, that's why I see that's what that's what that was our breakdown in communication right there. Is I think um, when I say to move out in the middle of nowhere, I'm not talking about in America. Oh, okay. I'm talking about move, like move to where I want to go. I want to move somewhere to where nobody that's ever met me could meet me again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like it's it's highly unlikely I'm gonna run into anybody I've ever known, like an island. You know, somewhere in a, on a damn, you like know, or, New Hebrides yeah, or Fiji, or, or get one of those, um, you know, like like an, in like like a like a state somewhere in like the middle of Sweden or oh some, right right Zimbabwe right or some you know somewhere just away from everything. The moon, I go to the moon. I go to the moon. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if you could just snap to the moon whenever you felt like it? Like if that was just your spot? Oh, man. Like there was some way for you to get there. You know, whatever. Magic. A secret doorway. Whatever the fuck. But like you could just go there. Guar- like you guaranteed to be alone. That's, I what, I, that, that's uh, what I need. I want that training room that Goku has in Dragon Ball. You know, where you go inside oh, yeah. and it like time stops. Oh, yeah. the the. Is it the hyperbolic or hyperbaric? It's like the gravity chamber or something. It's the, the gravity. Hy- no, it's the hyperbolic time chamber or the hyperbaric time chamber. One of those. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. One of those places, but uh, the hyperbolic time. Now, listen, listen. So you know how like it's, there's a lot of Dragon Ball Z fanfic, mm-hmm. and some of it goes, <laughs> some of it goes like. Way in depth, and I forget, it's this dude I follow, I follow. It's called his name, uh, Techstar. It's a te- uh, it's his YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's Techstar with two R's. But he 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 goes through like everything Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball. I like it. You know, it's sometimes they they up and down, but like the whole I grew up on that shit, and it's still going. I love it. And and uh, and anyway, some a fan wrote a thing where. I don't know how far you are in the Dragon Ball Z. Like, did you watch the official shit, like with the Tournament of Power and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I watched a lot of it when I was younger. I used to watch it every day on Toonami. Oh, no, I'm uh, talking about I'm talking about the new stuff that's coming out. No, like, no, no, I know, I know. I, I watched all that, and then uh, I have been catching up on Dragon Ball Super. Okay, which is okay. Like the new. So, and it, I watched Dragon Ball Kai. So, so all, all you didn't know is like at some point, Goku meets the gods. Like he meets people that's way, way, way stronger than him. 
and you know he does all this and he so he saves the universe and all of this stuff so then this fan wrote kept like kept it going and it was like um so so basically it's multiple universes and every universe has a god of destruction and an and an angel and a and a kai right and and I, so I, and they the the god of everything had a, had a tournament with the strongest beings in each universe and if and if you lost you, your you, your universe was dead anyway our universe won and they wished they oh and the universe that won gets gets a wish or something, and mm-hmm. our universe won and we wished that he would bring back everybody that he destroyed, so everybody's back. But then, so this, here's where the fan picks up the story. So then, all the all the gods of destruction and and angels from the other universes, um, they get together and they and they they decide that Goku's potential power is way too strong. So. Um, so like in order to save him from them, like killing him th- th- and they convinced like Vegeta and all them other people that too, everybody except the son, the Gohan and they, and, uh, but so anyway, they tricked him into going in there and then they destroyed the door. Oh, sick. So okay. he, so he was basically, he was basically in that motherfucker for like hundreds of thousands of years, just pissed off. Oh, oh, so, so. Nobody told Gohan and one other person. So Gohan, um, uh, Gohan went to collected the Dragon Balls because he was like, my my father's in trouble somewhere. Because you know how many times has Gohan woken up and his dad is like on another planet somewhere fighting for his life. <laughs> so he, he just was like, oh, maybe he's somewhere. He needs help. So he got the he got Goku's the such um, a fucking deadbeat. What a yeah. Deadbeat so dead. so Gohan Gohan wishes from the dragons. He wishes that Goku can't die or doesn't can't starve or something like that. So. So now go so th- 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 so I'm sorry they didn't do it to save him. Their plan was to lock him in there, and he would just like die in a week or whatever because there's nothing to eat. Mm-hmm. But but then they didn't tell Gohan because Gohan wouldn't have went along, and so Gohan was like, "I hope he's okay," and just wished that he wouldn't die, you know. Okay. And so so now he's in this fucking chamber, and and at some point he realizes that they that they tricked him. You know what I mean? Like he realizes it, like that they did it on purpose. He's like, "There's no way that I got locked in here." And they ain't come looking for me or whatever, and you know. So now Goku's Goku's in there for like a, a long ass time. I'm it, sure. I'm sure that revelation came to Goku after about uh, the equivalent of six episodes of him being the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> oh right, right. Well, this is all written. This uh, this is an anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, as, as I'm saying, equivalent yeah. of like six episodes of him being like, "Wow, the yeah. door is locked." Yeah. Well, so anyway, he's training. So like, like you said, like the time that passes in there is is nothing outside of it. So Goku's in there for like a hundred thousand years, and he's mm-hmm. and he, and he is pissed the whole time, and he gets so strong that he busts out of it. He busts through out through the dimension to come back to Earth, and he just starts fucking murdering everybody, everybody. Oh, it's the best. He's like he because he's a bad guy, but he's got that little bit of justification. He fucking kills everybody. He wants to smoke with everybody, even Gohan. I think. Where he's like, yeah, but this you... is a this is just a re- a random fan. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I just finished like because I, I don't even read them. I, I watch the videos of somebody else that reads them and like explains what's happening. Because mm-hmm. it, yeah, because so, it, it it is that that in fan fiction lets me know for sure that who who makes it as far as like making TV shows and stuff like that in Hollywood is is a crapshoot, pretty much. Yeah. Because it's so, it's people out here that are so creative with it, that are so like, like I've seen so much, so much, so many better alternate endings to Game of Thrones mm-hmm. than yeah, 
Yeah, it's like it, yeah. There's so many fucking people that are super talented, and it's just there's no reason why. Well, I mean, there's probably there's a reason, but nepotism. Uh, yeah, that's right, nepotism. But at the same time, it's like, can I be mad at nepotism though? No. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, you can. I mean, for for a vital job, that that that's crazy. For like a for like a vital job, for something that like people depend on their lives, I don't think nepotism should apply. That's why politicians are the worst. Right. Yeah. Anybody's been a politician and then somebody in their family, like anybody's been president and then some of the, somebody in their family was even the nominee the next year, that's crazy. I mean, or later on. That's crazy. Politics definitely has the highest ratio of, you know, how important it is to how low the requirements are to get it. Right. And the people who just so happen to always meet those requirements tend to be the nephew of somebody or the son of somebody or the daughter of somebody. Yeah, you just have to be, to be a politician, you, well, first, first of all, you need money mm-hmm. or you need the ability to make people give you money. Money is the ultimate nepotism. Yeah, but also you need to be, um, you need to be like, you have to have this like very manicured, uh, um, very manicured, uh, like narcissism, like a very like righteous righteousness fueled narcissism, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it's because that's what, that's what you see a lot of people come and they go. I can change the world, like yeah. like the, like the, the type of person that seeks that kind of power. It, you know, very rarely are they somebody that's not that what I just described. Just somebody that's like they truly believe that their vision of the world is the, is the, the way it should be. Right. Well, I, I believe my vision of the world is the way it should be. I'm just not deluded enough to think that I could ever enact it. Well, right. Exactly. The, it, well, the, the, you know, cause I, cause I get, I get accused a lot of being uh what's the word for uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm really tired and high. What's the word for, uh, um, I'm I'm very fucking cynical. I get accused of being a cynic sometimes, and I, you know what? And I knew what I was trying to say, but I don't think there's no other word that means cynic, right? Is there? No, not really. That's the at least that's the only Pessim- one in my pessimist. vocabulary that some, means that. Some some people some people conflate cynicism with misanthropy or with pessimism. I think. Well, I, but, the, well, but, the, oh, but those are different things. Oh, but we'll break it down there. Um, a cynic tends to tends to view the world from a from a negative perspective, and so does a pessimist. Although a pessimist is normally more like the absence of hope, like the absence of optimism. It's more forward looking. Like a pessimist thinks that things are gonna go bad. A cynic tends to look around at the world and believe that they accurately perceive the badness of the world as it is. And then you have misanthropes who tend to have a negative attitude towards human well, 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 I am a misanthrope. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's what I, I mean. I'll, I mean, I'll I, wear that. I just, yeah. I hate, I... Because I, I don't think, I am a misanthrope. I don't think it's accurate to say that I hate people. Mm-hmm. I, I, what I'll say is, I prefer to always have have the option 
to get the fuck away from you, from anyone, like, like everyone. You know, I, my, my, me being alone is preferable to being around any, any other person mm-hmm. for most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so sometimes like when I'm around people, like people, it's so easy for a person to exhaust me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, it's so I think, easy I think, for a person for you to just like you ever been around somebody you just like oh like the moment you get around them you just like oh shit. Yeah, I have a friend. Uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but I got a friend from back home who is like sort of in our small group of friends. You know, yeah. so like I have to. I, I see him every time I go back home, and it's as soon as he walks through the door, I'm just like oh I'm I'm already exhausted talking to you. Oh yeah, I know we, you're about to be about some bullshit. We all have that person. We all have that person, and and, and, and yeah, and so and, and and the thing is, I I'm very easily irritated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and I'm very easily irri- irritating. I'm 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 well aware of that. <laughs> you, you know what I you know? I think it is too. One thing I've noticed about you, you are uh, highly sensitive to hypocrisy and and injustice and injustice (laughs) and 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 most people are hypocritical including you including me right right so if you're if you're sensitive towards hypocrisy and injustice well guess what you're gonna have to deal with every single day right you're gonna deal with injustice in the world and hypocrisy from virtually every person you interact with right 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 um Unless I'm alone, which is why I prefer it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's really that's that's I really do. I, I um, you know, that's why I'm not I'm not I'm I grew up in big cities. I've lived in 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 medium to big cities my whole life, and that's why like I, that's part of the upsides of being out here in Austin is I just I feel like I can go fucking ten feet without touching somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, or or slowing down because somebody just walked in front of me. It's like that. There's there's a piece in that that I just I need that shit. I need it now. Well, I, I preferred it before. I need it now. I need that right distance. Yeah, yeah. Does that make me a misanthrope though? Maybe maybe I'm inaccurate about. Maybe there's another word for that. Hey Google, what's another word for preferring to be alone? Oh damn, this bitch. You heard me, bitch. You was listening. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I always apologize, um, or and thank the AI. The, I mean, is that is that is that just introversion? Does that just make you an introvert if you want to be alone more than you want to be around other people? No, I mean, I think the introvert extrovert thing is kind of that's so wonky. It's like it's, it's to say right. that to say that you're one or the other. I mean, I think that's probably like a sliding scale, you know? Right. Yeah. But, oh no, for, for sure. I think I think the best the best because um, because here's the thing. I love socializing around people. I love being around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because as much as I hate people, there are certain people that I could be around all day. Mm-hmm. I'll get tired of them eventually. But there's certain people where I can just sit with them in silence, and we ain't gotta have conversations. I mean, it's a handful of people, but <laughs> but if they were all in my house at the same time, I'd be I, I that wouldn't bother me one bit. Mm. So it's you know, a lot of it comes down to what 
recharges your batteries, you know? Like, I, I don't mind being around large, even large groups of people for short periods of time, but it does drain me emotionally and energy right wise. it drains so, me emotionally but so does depression so that's the, so that's the other side i mean you're getting drained no matter what but i prefer i prefer de- depressed and, and by myself over <laughs> over annoyed because <laughs> when i'm around when i'm around an annoying person because you know because because you know why it's exhausting physically and emotionally is because it's because you have to the part of your brain that would normally be free having ideas and 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 thinking on shit and 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 being an active listener it's half of that bandwidth is taken up by you trying to not appear to be irritated <laughs> yeah you understand <laughs> what i'm saying and and yeah. and and it for me I don't have that much energy to begin with, so it's like, so it's like the moment, because that that's what the uh, that's what that's for. The, the reason you do that, or even internally, you might not do it. At some point, you gonna exhale, it, whether you got it right when you step around the corner, right when right when the door closes behind you on your way home, you can go ah, uh. <laughs> right, and that's that's what that's for you because you've been putting up a fucking, you've been putting on the facade, you've been you've been being maximum fake. For however long you was in that party or conversational get together, and it's draining you. It you you have to. It's like remembering a lie. You have to you have to remember the same lie every second that they're talking, right? And you have to keep up the lie, keep up appearances, and it, it's it's just a lot. It's a lot for me. So it's like, it's like just, if you're in public and you know somebody's watching you, and like you stand up straighter, you know, and then like you don't like now you're in your head. About like your posture and weird shit like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also it's just uh, this is probably the same for you. No one talks as fast as I think, so I get bored listening to someone talk very quickly. Oh, well, good thing you produce podcasts for a living. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, see, that's how I know that I'm the one to make the cuts. <laughs> No, you're right. I, but also, isn't that only true if you listen to somebody that doesn't know how to tell a story? Yeah, well, exactly. That's why that's... And listen, I mean... T- and you know what? Telling a good story, especially to a crowd, especially to strangers, like telling a good story is a skill. And I don't know if it's natural, if you acquire it, if it's training, whatever, but but I do know some people can and some people can't. And, and, and so it's like, I'm not shitting on the persons out there that don't tell a good story. But, you, but, but here's the problem. Those people are almost never aware that they're that they're bad at telling stories, or they act right. like they aren't. You know what I'm saying? You know, no one has loved them or hate, hated them enough to be like, "Hey, can we wrap it up?" <laughs> you know what I mean, can we wrap it up? You don't say ten things that didn't matter already. You know, and 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 I and, and, and to be honest with you, I I I've known people like that, and um. And I didn't have the courage to tell them. Like, you tell a shitty story, and it's, it's, it's weighing you down socially. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And because I also didn't know how to tell them to make it better. I didn't know how to be like, this is how you improve on, you know, banter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. This is how you improve on, on mingling. 
I don't. Have I don't, you have you have you seen Love on the Spectrum? No, show no, no. I'm not. No, no. I have not. So uh, so. Wow. I, Love on the Spectrum. Do you know what it is? Have you heard of it? It yeah. It's a it's a it's a dating show, right? I mean, vaguely. Yeah. It's it's a dating show from people with uh, autism. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not like a competition. It's like it's more of like a documentary or reality show or whatever. Uh, where th- so, oh, so, these... so they're not. They're not couples that are both on the spectrum. These no, are people... they take. Sorry, go ahead. They take people who are on the spectrum. I believe the original version was a UK show, and then they did a United States version on Netflix. But um, they have psychologists and other mental health experts who work with people on the autism spectrum and they have they interview these people who are i think they're mostly in their 20s and they're at varying uh places on the autism spectrum and they want to start dating again or maybe start dating for the first time and they find other people who are also on the spectrum to to uh match them up with and then we then they they film their courting and and all that stuff like their first dates and things like that and it's really interesting when uh this one woman who's a psychologist who herself is on the autism spectrum is teaching this other woman who's like 25 uh and is also on the autism spectrum how to have a conversation and they're literally they have like a, a i think it's like a ping pong ball or a baseball or something and they would say something and then they'd roll the ball to them Right, and they say, okay, when you get the ball, now you're going to respond. You're going to answer my question, but then as soon as you answer it, roll the ball back to me and stop talking until I roll until I roll it back to you. So they're literally they literally have developed a mechanism to teach somebody with diminished social skills uh, to have a natural have a more natural conversation. So there's probably somebody out there who knows the 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 principle the basic principles of storytelling that could teach somebody how to tell a decent story oh so it sounds <laughs> i'm not gonna be, i'm not gonna be negative on the show no but that you just made <laughs> you, you just made me want to um want to check it out because 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 in my head for whatever reason man i'm a bad person i thought when I heard the title in my mind, I saw just couples with Down syndrome, like a. <laughs> oh, no. Even though being on the spectrum has nothing to do with they like they're, no, one's yeah. a genetic disease, one's a. What is women? What what would you classify autism as like a mood disorder or? Uh, I believe it's technically classified as a developmental disorder. Developmental, okay. Um. But uh, but I'm not 100% about that. I know that a lot of the language around the diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder has changed recently, just as we've just as we've learned more about it and um, stopped conflating it with some other things. Right. Indeed, indeed. You want to do some uh, mail? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do some mail. Man, I, we're getting a lot of, a lot more mail than I. I don't know why I didn't see it coming, but <laughs> but but yeah, we're getting a lot, um, a lot more mail than I'm used to getting. So again, guys, I may not be able to answer everyone, but I'm definitely reading them all. Um, 
But what was the one, uh, bro? So, oh, I got a, I got an email from somebody explaining the, um, the, the shit we were talking about last week, explaining the, uh, the likings, the, the hate watching, right, YouTube right. Yeah. And I want, I saved, did I, did I put a star on it? I have it pulled up right here. Oh, you do. Yep. Uh, it says hi, Brian. I'll keep his name out of it because he asked, he asked us to. But okay. uh, I am a programmer and trained as an economist. Uh, you were talking around a feature slash bug in the YouTube recommendations saying that buttons like dislike don't work. I say things like this do work, just not the way we want them to. In economics, we have a couple related terms, quote, quoted uh, stated preference and revealed preference. One is what we say we want. The other is what we actually do. Like saying we want healthy snacks at a party, but smashing the dessert spread. That's a very good uh, explanation of that. Right, right, um, right. In YouTube, I would probably build the model primarily off of similar user behavior and revealed preference. The point is to keep you watching YouTube, not give you your fix and you come back when it's convenient for you. Okay, so, so problem, does that, that's enough of it, right? That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's just, so basically, y'all, what he's saying, and I think I, I was getting at this on that episode. I, Cause mm-hmm. this is yeah. this is what I was trying to say, trying to speculate about, but I didn't just didn't have the vocabulary right. But but like he said, stated preference and what was the other one? Actual revealed preference. Revealed preference. Yeah. So so basically, what he's saying is the like the like and dislike button does work, but when you when you push dislike on a video, so so here, here, I'll put it to you like this: you have an advertising ID. This is what this is what. YouTube does. It goes, you watched these three videos at least halfway through, and so did these 50,000 other people. So we're also going to show you other videos that they'd like. So you you like, you like get put into this pot, into this demographic, based on which videos you click on and how long you watch them and all this other stuff, right? And so you think that when you say dislike, that's telling YouTube that you don't like it. But what you're really telling YouTube is that you're, you're you're saying that you don't like it, like, the, and so they're not using it to give you what you like. They're using it as another metric. So they're saying you watch these three videos, you watch the same five videos as as this as this ten thousand, fifty thousand other people. Um, but half of those people also press the dislike button, and the, the people that press the dislike button also want this thing over here. Like the dislike button might as well; it, it could be anything. It, it could be just the blue banana. It it would make a difference. <laughs> it's like if it was if it's something else that you do that they can measure you by. You know, right. it's, it's the same way people say that they like. Uh, you know, the, you know how the way people used to say they hated Howard Stern or they hate Joe Rogan or something like that, but they watch every right. episode. Right, you know what I'm saying, and it's like you're saying you you're saying you want this and that. Oh, you, oh, you ever hear like I'm I, I'm not gonna put her put her business in the street, but I have a friend that's like if you, you know if you ask her to describe her ideal man, she you know and but then you know she would give you a list of like five things, ten things, but then if you ask her to describe her last five exes, they're nothing like this motherfucker over here. Right, you understand what I'm saying? It's so it's like it's like it's like if you say you it's like you say you want to you want somebody that's six feet tall, but you keep dating people that's five feet tall. So Google, that's that's a bad analogy. Cut that. <laughs> Cut that. No, but but it's but it's like it's, well, no, no, it's 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 actually it's probably more like you say you want a guy with a stable job, but meanwhile the last five people that you've dated are 
TikTok influencers who are over six feet tall. Right. Exactly. And so it's like, yeah. what do you really want? You want a guy with, you want a guy who's six feet tall. Right. So my point is, yeah, you know, Google isn't Google isn't interested in what you like or don't like. They're interested in how you're going to behave. Right. That's well, that, they they care about what you like and dislike in reality, not what you. What you say you like and don't you, like. Yeah, right. not what you believe or what you say you like. Like a, a, a good example for myself is, you know, if you were to ask me, do you ever want to hear another fucking story about Donald Trump again? <laughs> I would say absolutely not. But what is the shit that is most likely to get me to click on it on Twitter or whatever? Is like, look at what this motherfucker yep, said this time. Yep, yep. I know so many Every people like time. that. Where it's I like, I, nope, not me. I block, I block, his name is blocked out of my, um, it's like one of my blocked keywords. I, I, cause it, it's all that shit pulls you in, man. All, all of that yeah. shit. It's just a waste. It, you know, it's like this controlled worry. It's like they hit you with this little dose of worry to keep, to keep you hooked. And we all love to worry. We love. That's where yeah. your mind goes. Most people's minds goes right to worrying when they don't have nothing else to do. You know, I heard somebody say wor- worrying is a waste of imagination. That's a bar. I forget who who quote that is though. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's a bar because uh, it really is. It's like you're just you're using the your the powers of your powerful mind. You know, more powerful in ter- like in raw calcula- calculating power than than even the 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 most powerful supercomputer on earth. Right? Mm-hmm. That might be wrong, but that that sounds right. So I'm I'm going to state it as a fact. And <laughs> and. <clears throat> Damn, I lost my train of thought. You talk about worrying is a waste of imagination. Like you, you, oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you can burn <laughs> you can burn so many calories worrying about what ifs, imagining the worst possible thing happening. And that's not good for you, but it's addictive because adrenaline is addictive. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's right. It's like a, it's a, it's cheap adrenaline when you just I'm so afraid. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man. This is a way, this is one way that I am lucky is it's, it's, you know, it's like, it's like one of the few things that I would say I really like about myself, you know, and it's that I I do worry unnecessarily, like, right, like everyone does, Mm -hmm. but man, once I decide to move on, like not, not, not the line to myself moving on, but like once I'm like really past it, I get to fuck past it like quick. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. yeah. It don't take me a long time to be like, uh, like once I get any sense back in me, I'm, I'm like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, I'm constantly trying to correct myself or like, oh wait a minute, I don't. So I, I'm, always, I'm always worried about shit that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm worried about shit that matters, but, but not really. You know, it's not like I like it's, it's weird how you how you prioritize certain things that aren't, you know, I mean, every a lot the, of people do heart. want Trump to go to jail. So it's like you're waiting for that one thing. <laughs> That's the headline you're waiting for. Right, Rob? I mean, yeah, I'll pop the champagne when that happens. But also, I have to be realistic about the fact that I have no effect on the percentage chance of that happening. I can't move that needle, you know. Whether I stay up to date on every little maneuver in the court case or whether I just turn off for the next six months, 
it's not uh, going to make bro. any difference on whether he ends up behind bars. Exactly. That's how I feel. Look, all I can do is vote. Yeah. That, and and, does, and that, does that matter? I don't know. I do it just in case it does. Like, you know, like I mean, the way I, some people I, do religion. That's I vote. I vote just in case it's real. <laughs> you know, I like that. But I'm not I'm not going to I don't believe in none of these none of these systems, none of these people. I don't think he's going to go to prison. And even if he did, it's 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 you know, it's like Bill Cosby. It's like. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you 80 before you get in trouble, you you beat you beat the game. <laughs> you beat the system. You've been out here being a villain for like 50 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. That's like, that's like all the people when the queen died were like, oh, finally, like this is a win for Ireland. And it's like, no, it's not. That bitch died at 96, <laughs> surrounded by family in a mansion. Like, right. Yeah. She yeah. won. It's not an she L won. for her. Yeah. She never got her comeuppance. And I, and I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I... Yeah, let's read one more. That was a good. That was a good. But but thank you, sir, for for chiming in. Um, uh, I love. I'm too so, high to hold a long train of thought, so I'm trying. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to struggle, man. This is one of those. So, uh, you, so you ever eat an edible, and then you know, and then you, and then you have stuff to do, and then mm-hmm. you forgot, you forget that that's what you did. It's like what a what a awful time to uh, anyway. Uh, I love this question from he doesn't say not to let's see Lucas. Okay, read yeah. This one humans drinking the earth dry. Okay, read it. Read it. Uh, says Brian, droughts and rising surface temperatures have me wondering where has the water been going. The Earth contains 326 quintillion gallons of water, which is not separated into potable and non-potable water. Complication one. He then goes on to do a bunch of different ones in here. You know, growth growth rate of the world population, looking at how much water, uh, you know, humans are approximately 60% water. I think it's more than that, but whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, And he does the math to say that each human has about 10 gallons of water in their body, saying, how long do we have before we literally resort to wringing people dry for water? Please help solve this existential crisis. We need a hero. Like doom. Well, listen, all I know is that I'm not going to be here to deal with it. (laughs) That's another thing I've given up on. I'm like, man, it's happening, bro. It's happening. We're barreling. We're barreling towards. Listen, at, at some point, listen, let me let me put it a different way. Every every year, because people have been calling climate change a hoax from from jump, you know. And every year, more and more people start being like, "Oh yeah, this is going this is going to go bad." You know what I mean? And 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 I mean, we try, we try. Listen, there's an article I saw today about California musicians. Thinking, you know, they're going to save the trees with a song. With a song, my guy. It's all performative, fake bullshit. And it's just getting a little warmer. A little warmer. A little warmer. By the time I die, it's probably going to be unbearable. Like, like the summertime is going to be unbearable. Mm-hmm. And then the wintertime is going to be the summertime. <laughs> no, actually, the wintertime is probably going to be like a fucking vortex or whatever. I don't know. 
but it's it, the wet the weather's gonna be extreme. Right. Yeah. And so it, we're gonna go straight from like tornado season to hurricane season to forest fire season to polar vortex season. Like those are gonna be yeah. the we, we're the gonna seasons. be we're gonna be fucking we're gonna be living underground, my nigga. That's what <laughs> that's really what's going on here. That's where we had it. We're gonna be living underground out this bitch. So that's how we'll find a way. We're going to find a way to extract water from these deep rocks. That's all it's going to be. And then we're going to eventually evolve to like humans don't need to see. So like we're going to be like blind. And maybe we'll be like psychic. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was his question? Uh, he asked how, how long? long How long do we have before we literally resort to wringing people dry for water? I mean, I'm gonna I, say, love, I, actually, I absolutely love this email. I don't think we'll ever be wringing people dry for water because I think there's more cost and fuel and energy effective ways of uh, getting water out of people. But we'll just enslave people and make them carry water. Yeah, because the thing is, yeah, to, if, to, if you talk about some kind of harvesting people for water, I think that would be kind of like by the time by the time we. If you if someone has enough water in them for you to harvest them for water, then you've already you've already given them, you know, just raising them up to that age for you to extract water. You've already given them too much water. Like you give right. you've given them more water than you're gonna be, get out of them. Right. You know. Plus, yeah. And, and and I don't know. I don't know. It would be real difficult to separate water from all the fluids. Like you, or you like press. You mean like they gonna press them like a. Like juice, like an orange juice squeezer. <laughs> I don't, I, no, no, I don't think we. I don't think we ever resort to that. I think it, it would be much. It'd be much easier to purify water, or or are we just gonna be living in the age where like it's just gonna have to be just be acceptable for the, for it to be a lot of shit in the water, you know? Because that's. I mean, that's where we. That's where we are right now. That's we're right. there right now. Where it's like we've just accepted. There is microplastics in the water and all this other stuff, and I think I saw that it was shrinking people the size of people's tanks, which is, you know, connected to yeah to to virility and all this. So, I mean, Flint still doesn't have still doesn't have water. Jackson still doesn't have water. Yeah. So we're already and we're, there. we're the we're the richest democracy in the world. Yeah, we got to stop saying we're the richest country in the world because that's not true. That's not even, that's even close to, but the, but the countries that are richer than us, it's it's a person like the they have they have monarchs and dictators. And shit. Uh, well, I think Michael Parenti said uh, the United States is not a rich country; it's a poor country with rich people in it. Right, I like that. That's bars, Michael Parenti. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Every that's, time, that's some cold shit to say. <laughs> but it's true. That's right on the money. Bang bang. It's a poor country <laughs> with rich people in it. It's true. And and you know the here's the thing the 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 middle I don't the middle class was a compromise, mm -hmm. right? It, it, and I think we talked about the the triangle shirt the shirt waist factory fire, right? And mm -hmm. I, I I may have been a little inaccurate about that being the beginning of the labor movement, but I think it's it was seen as one of the key things. But yeah, but it's like that's what it used to be. It used to be mm -hmm. that you were either so fucking rich that it was just unbelievable, where you know we where where everything in a city is named after you, like the Rockefellers and shit. 
You know, it, it or you were you were just working twenty hour days, six days a week. Your kids had to work too. You know, it was that kind of shit. Right. And there was no real middle. You know, and maybe like a business like somebody that owned a saloon or something made a little more than the average person, you know, but it was poor and rich and robber barons and all this shit. So the middle class was a compromise. And then then ever since the middle class was like thriving. Mm -hmm. And then since then they've been doing everything to like erase it. So yeah, I don't know. I, I say we, I think we got 70 years. We got 70, we got 70 years until it's, until it's so bad. I mean, see, right, see, here's the thing. Right now, it's already too late. This is what I'm. This is what I'm trying to say. You know, and I don't. I don't know what the proper terms and shit are for this, but you know the old saying: "You motherfucker can't see the forest from the trees." Mm-hmm. Right. It's like that's about that's about accepting the truth, right? Like, no, it isn't. But what, what, what I'm saying is some of us have, um, I, I tend to, like this is what I was talking about earlier, I square with the truth pretty much very quickly. You know, it's it's like for me, for me it's like, like say I'm, say you, we hanging off a cliff and I'm holding you up just, just by my, just, just by the strength of my hand, right? It's like, and my pinky slip, you dead right then, you dead. And I've mm-hmm. and and I've accepted it before you hit the ground. I'm not diving off after you. It's like you dead. Now you aren't technically dead yet. You're like you're not dead till you, till your head split open on the, on the you know on the ground. But but you. That's what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's an, right. it's inevitable. And some people have a hard time with that. It's like because they some people only some people only deal with the impact. They don't see it coming. They just, they can't. They, they, they're just incapable. They don't have that perspective. Uh, you know, but we're, it's too late to me. It's like, it's like when you have one of those giant, like a cruise liner or one of those big shipping vessels, right? right, right. And they're coming, you see those videos where they're coming towards the shore and they're still 300 yards away, right? But, the inertia, the momentum of that enormous vessel is such that it doesn't matter how hard you put on the engine's reverse, that motherfucker is still hitting the dock, right? Right, right. Nothing you can do. It's it's already going to hit the dock. Yeah, Nothing great analogy. All you can do is brace for impact. Yeah, yeah. We're it, it's too late. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say seventy years is is when it's going to be to the point where like no one can really deny it. Well, I, I just started reading this book uh, by Raymond Crabe, uh, who's a journalist, uh, and he wrote a book called Adventure Capitalism, and it's about like the long history of capitalists who, like a lot of them are libertarians, who have tried to build their little, um, you know, you know, what, do you know what seasteading is? Mm-mm. I've heard that term though. It's yeah. It's basically like people try to create uh, independent nations out in international waters, right? Or they try to take over some island somewhere, and they're going to try to build the infrastructure there. Or they're going to buy a missile silo, a decommissioned missile silo, and they're going to build a, a a doomsday bunker 
in the missile silo, right? And they want it to just be them and all their rich friends who get to go wait out the apocalypse, right? They're bracing for impact. The problem is that most rich people don't know how to do anything, so they they need to have some sort of system for like, okay, but how are you going to have the people who make your food and who uh, shoot the guns that prevent all the looters from coming and killing you and taking all the shit that you uh, got uh, that you gathered together for for the uh, for the climate collapse or whatever? But um, but yeah, the people people are are already bracing for impact for those things. The people who have enough money to do so are already buying up property in upstate New York and the Canadian border, you know, where it's going to be, where it's still going to be livable in 50 years. Mm. But if you live in, you live in Pakistan, you're fucked. Sorry. Yeah. But I said, see upstate New York ain't where to be at though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to get out the country. <laughs> you yeah, get, oh yeah. They're doing that too. Cause listen, listen, too. one thing about it, one, one thing about this place is like it, when it, which now we're talking about the collapse of civilization, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like if 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 civilization is about to collapse, the last place you want to be is in a place where where everyone's armed. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like I rather I rather I rather be, end up on some remote island. You know, population five hundred people, and I'm like I'm like one of three people with a pistol. You know, then be <laughs> then be in America with my little shotgun and my little pistol. Why you know, I mean. Like a third, does a third of Americans have have a weapon, right? A, a firearm. I I think that's right. Something like that. Something crazy. So I, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to be here when shit kick off because that's gonna be the most violent part of it. Once everything collapses and people like when when like the 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 first year and a half, two years after like it's obvious like when the power's off, the internet's off. Yeah, I mean. Ain't no more food being shipped nowhere. You know, it, it, and, and you don't know who you can trust in the street. Like, complete collapse. Money don't mean nothing. Money ain't shit. Well, that's that's what's interesting. If you, uh, you know, when people talk about, like, the collapse of Rome, right, they imagine it happening quickly. But it took hundreds of years for Rome to ultimately collapse and eventually become the Holy Roman Empire, which people debate whether that's a true continuation or not but what's interesting is to read like the journals of these so the the way that rome worked they would send roman citizens out to become the governors of different areas like territories that they owned right Right, so you'd go out to spain or whatever and you'd you'd have a plantation there and your family would move out there and everything and you're roman you still think of yourself as roman but you're gonna you and your children you're gonna live your whole lives out in spain or whatever and as the roman empire began to break down and their power began to wane you can read in like the journals or the letters from these governors and like petty officials and stuff like that, uh, them complaining about like, yeah, the, there was no shipment of olives this month. Right. And it's just like, it's just like, that's weird. And then like, that was the last time there ever was a shipment of olives to that area. Cause uh, that, that trade route just broke down or that source for those olives just dried up. Right. And so they got used to not having olives for a while. Right. And then, oh yeah. then the wine didn't come. Then, this, you know, whatever, like the, the, it, it happens over generations that things just kind of get shittier and shittier until eventually you look around and you realize, oh yeah, we used to, 
Oh, yeah. We used to be the shit. Well, listen, hum- humanity will endure. Yeah. Yeah, they'll just be they'll just be a whole generation of kids that are used to being raised in the Fallout shelter or whatever. <laughs> Did you ever yeah. play the Fallout games? Yeah, yeah. New Vegas? I fucking killed this shit out there. Yeah. Um Fallout 3 was also amazing. Yeah. But uh I didn't play four or any of the other like cash grab games. Speaking yeah, of watch, Overwatch know. 2 came out today. Oh yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, and uh well, it well the servers the ser- you could log on to Overwatch too. You couldn't play the motherfucker for me. Right. They said they were under a DDoS, a DDoS attack. Which can you briefly explain what that is, Rob? It's a yeah, bunch of people uh, using their computers to block up your internet. Yeah, right? but, direct denial of service. I think is what it's called, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, DDoS. So the it's basically they trying to make it's like trying to make sure that somebody can't get mail by stuffing their mailbox with a bunch of bullshit mail. Uh, right, right, right. It's like, yeah, they're just, they're constantly, it, it takes a it takes a lot of coordination. Not very much, but yeah, they're, they're basically constantly pinging your, so, I mean, but I think it's all bullshit. I, yeah, I think it's all bullshit. Look, man, listen, listen, listen. Maybe there isn't a, a DDoS attack, maybe there isn't. But why does this happen literally every single time a AAA title launches? It's free advertising. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. They get to go, oh, well, so many people wanted to play our game that we just could, you know, it's that kind of shit. It, it happens. The same thing with the with the phone numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where they, um, you couldn't, you can't log in to play Overwatch 2 if you have a prepaid phone in the U.S. Oh, well, that, well, that makes sense because it's, it's, a, it's an anti-cheating measure. Well, the problem, though, is that the way that they did it, it doesn't actually block actual spoofers from doing it because you can just use a different service because they, they were blocking individual services. And the services they were blocking are not the ones that spoofers use. So, for instance, uh, they were blocking like Cricket, for instance, right? And so, so there were a ton of – like Cricket's a pretty popular service here in the U.S., so they were blocking everybody from Cricket. And it's like, well, yeah, but a spoofer is not going to use Cricket to to create a false account. They're going to use, there's a dozen other services that weren't blocked. So there were plenty of fake accounts of people like spoofing phone numbers and logging into Overwatch too. It's just people who aren't on a contract with Verizon or whatever couldn't do it, couldn't log in. Uh, all right. But I, I think well, it's exactly what you were but, saying. But let, me, where it, let, me, it, it, let me ask you this. Is it effective at all? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a because it, because if it's, if it's if it's if it's if it works at all. I mean, cuz bro, I wish Valorant cuz I, I started playing Valorant when it came out and it's 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 a, such an addicting game. It's so it's a, it 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 takes some skill though, a lot of skill. For, like the real good people are really good. But the point is so, you know, to, if you get if you get in one of those games with a bot, like, oh, yeah. like it got to it got to the point where like it just started happening all the time. What's the point? Why would why would somebody? Because you you have to pay, uh, you have to play uh, x amount of games unranked before you're allowed to play rank. Okay, so so that's one of the things they so they would sell 
already unlocked. Like, like, like that's the thing with Overwatch Two. If you didn't play Overwatch One and you just started playing Overwatch Two today for the first time, it's the only Overwatch you play. You have to play, I think, a hundred hours. Or you have to win fifty games or a hundred hours before you can play ranked. Okay. Why would you want to play ranked if you just started playing the game? Why would you so, want to? So you can, would you so, want to play in ranked matches? So you control people. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for some people, they just like to see. They just like to see people upset. You know, they. You know, because because that's why it's also it's not a hundred percent a lie that it was a DDoS attack. Some people get off on that shit. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Yo, we shut down the biggest game this week for a long fucking time." So people started joining the the Asian servers and the English server. Mm, you know, but okay. then they started attacking that one. So whatever. You know, it's like what a waste of fucking time. Jesus Christ! Learn an instrument. Learn <laughs> speak French. Learn Japanese or some shit. You mean you mean the the hacking or the Playing yeah, video, the, playing, playing video games. The trolling, the trolling, the trolling. Oh, part. the trolling. Yeah, but that's some people's jam, though. That's some people's jam, like uh, like like Gore. gore. Speaking of Gore, yo, have you seen this goddamn movie Pearl? No, we talked about Pearl. I saw X. Oh, wait, before saw, we, before we move on, I did eventually get into the Asian server, and I played like twenty games, and it's it's awesome. I like it. Okay. Anyway, so so uh, so Pearl, but then but then I woke up this morning, and it was back. You couldn't get in again. Um, mm. um, but anyway, Pearl was... Have you seen this, this shit? The, the newest A24 movie? No, we, we talked about it last week. Um, oh, we did? Uh, I haven't I haven't seen Pearl, but I've seen... Uh, I saw X, which was... I, I guess Pearl is like a prequel to X. Yeah, it's a prequel it's to same, X. It's the same guy who directed and wrote it, and it's the same actress, uh, Mia Goth. Um, I also saw... Um, Yo, Mia Goth. Mia Goth. I'm, no, no, no. Mia Goth see, is going to... I'm going to see that. Mia Goss should win an award for this movie, but I know they don't give it to horror films. No, never. But never, especially independent horror films. But man, which I, th- she, I mean, she, 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 she put, she put it all out there, man. I mean, into because because what it is like this type of film, you know, this type of film where where it's like. It's so hard to make it believable, like that she's not an insane person. She <laughs> she made she made it so believable that she was fucking nuts, man. Yeah, you know? she, I, I didn't I didn't like X, but I liked her in X. I thought that she was pretty impressive in the movie. I just wish that X had been a better movie. So maybe Pearl is that. Maybe because because one of the problems with X was that it didn't focus enough on. I mean, she's the main character in X, but. It's it's still not like one hundred percent about her, you know. Oh, right. um, it's more of an ensemble, and I didn't think anybody else really held a candle to her performance in that. But Barbarian is a it's a solid recommendation for me. Um, uh, I loved that movie; yeah. it was really fun. I mean, I tell you what, though, Mia Goth ain't gonna be doing any films for very much longer. Why is that? Because she killed that hoe. She gonna be she's that that lady's a fucking star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's like, that's that's like a that's approaching like Viola Davis, Meryl Streep mm. level acting. I, I mean, I would love to see her in something that's not this. I mean, okay, so I'm a reserve judgment because I only know her from these. I haven't seen nothing else she's been in. Mm-hmm. But if it, if this was any indication, it's no it's no role that she can't that she can't do. 
Mm-hmm. She was literally everything. I mean, I wish I, I wish you'd seen this. So I could talk about the end of the movie to you because, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was I enjoyed myself, and I and I, I was I was on mushrooms. That uh, helps. Uh, yeah, so maybe I did that. Maybe I had a different, but I was I was with other people that were not, and they also enjoyed themselves. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, she was I, also in. Um, she was in Suspiria, the remake from 2018. That was good. Suspiria. Yeah, have you uh, seen that? I keep hearing of this. No, somebody recommended that. So I have I have this new uh, this new this Blu-ray player. Uh-huh. I got a fucking good deal on this thing, and uh, and I was looking. Uh, I know it's dying, but I like I, I like what I like, and I um, I was like looking up what what's the best movies to to like take full advantage of the HDR, the 4K Blu-ray HDR shit, and people kept saying that movie Suspiria. Which one, the original or the remake? Oh goddamn, I don't know. The, the, both both are I I like both. The original is Dario Argento, who is the OG of the, do you know what Jalo is? Nah. Jalo is a, I mean, people argue about whether it's a specific body of work or whether it's a subgenre in and of itself. I like to think of it as a subgenre. It's Italian horror that's highly inspired by and influenced by yellow, uh, uh, the yellow books, which are like these Italian horror novels um, from the era. And um, so like, all the Dario Argento stuff, like Profundo Rosso, which is deep red, uh, Suspiria. They're real, like, fantastical day-glow colors, very dreamlike, very weird. Um, so that so the original Suspiria is super trippy, uh, would be amazing to watch on just, like, a killer setup. Um, so I can imagine somebody suggesting that one for Blu-ray. The original? The original, yeah. It, and what year was that? 70 the 70s hold on so you telling me so they made a remake when 77 they they made a remake in 2018 now, now, you know you know what's wild is i was i was hearing someone say this i got you know i got the the, 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 the the you know the dope 4k tv i got the dope uh, blu-ray player going to it and everything all the 4k blu-rays are like way cheaper now because you know it's a, it's dying and um <clears throat> And and uh, um, so I'm looking for for like lists of movies I should check out, you know, for all their glory or whatever, like the visual um, part of it. And Suspiria was on a lot of lists. Um, like like there, there there was a, it, but but some someone like what came up every now and then was someone would say that like the old films were the best. Like like yeah. like, like like you know like somebody takes because um, somebody somebody named a film that was in like. You know, it was like all these old, like black and white films, or like old dark films, and 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 he, everyone kept saying how they look so fucking good, and I was like, how? Because they're on film. Oh, because it's easy to uh, it's easy to convert film to four K. Then yeah, it's because they're on film. So if you watch a movie like The Thin Man or um, Cat People or something like that, these like very atmospheric noirish movies, they you're going to get the widest gamut. Of contrast because you're going to have completely black shadows and you're going to have completely white highlights and you're going to have everything in between. So, so you're saying I should get the original Suspiria? Yes. 
Uh, also, my number one recommendation for any sort of you know testing the limits of a of a movie going experience, like especially for a home theater, is uh, RoboCop. What? N- no yes. one, no one has said RoboCop. RoboCop. The original, the 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 original RoboCop. The original RoboCop. I have a friend who works for MGM, and MGM developed this absolutely insane projector that is, you know. Oh, wait a minute. How do I know which one, which Suspiria is which? Um, the Dario Argento one from 1977. Uh, that that's the one from 1977. Oh, um, and, and then but this says the res- new one is by Luca Guadagnino. Oh, the new one stars Jessica Harper. Um, but no, this, no, no, no. The Jessica Harper. That should be the old one. Oh, so so I see. I see several. I see. I see. Uh, one starring Dakota Johnson. That's the new one. That's 2018. Okay, has four stars. Yeah, one says starring um, Dario Argento. And then another one says starring Jessica Harper. They, they, they both they both have five stars. Oh, you know what? I think uh, I think these are the same thing. I think they just have different. Um, they might also sell the Blu-ray with both versions. That's also possible. Well, I just bought that bitch on your. So it's not a good movie, but it's a beautiful movie. That's what you're saying. I think it's also a good movie, but. The best part of it is actually. I take it back. The best part of it is the music because the music is amazing. Oh, is this a musical? No, it's not a musical. But it's it's it's. Um, I mean, I'm really interested to see to hear what your reaction to it is because um, it's it's a gorgeous movie. It is a unique looking movie. Mm. It's very weird. You need to be extremely high to get the full enjoyment out of it, which I don't think will be a problem. Well, the first the, um, the first one I watched was um, um, uh, Interstellar. Oh yeah, mind blowing, mind blowing. It was it was so good, and then I and then um, and then um, what the fuck was the name of that shit? Avengers in Avengers not Endgame Infinity War. Oh, Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, but Oh, that- I, I didn't finish saying what I was going to people are going to be mad that I didn't finish saying what I was going to say. Uh a friend of mine works for MGM and they uh and he went to a thing where there's like a special screening where they were testing out this new, you know, beyond cutting edge uh projector and uh they used RoboCop to like a like a new print of RoboCop to show, you know, how bright it was, how deep the the and dark colors really? were and everything. Yes. Uh, and, I'm going to look at that. Go ahead. Yeah. Plus, also, RoboCop is just, like, one of the best movies ever made. That's a fact. That's a fact. Oh, The Matrix. That would be another good one. The Matrix. Part of the reason why I like suggesting a movie like The Thing or... It's another good one, if you've ever, if you've ever seen that. The thing or RoboCop is that because they're from the 80s, they're shot on film and it's all physical effects, right? So it just ages so well, right? Because you can get you can get like just the just the highest quality uh, with those films. But those are my those would be my recommendations. 
The Thing, Suspiria, RoboCop. And Cat People. Um, uh, what about Tenet? <clears throat> I didn't like that movie. I'm just talking about visually. Visually, it was pretty awesome, but I just find the movie kind of boring. No, I, 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 if 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 it was between Tenet, I I would rather watch um, what what you call it? Uh, Scream. Inception. Inception. That's what I was trying to remember. I'm waiting on everything and everywhere all at once in 4K Blu-ray. Have you seen it? Yeah. That movie was so fucking good. I was so I was so happy with that shit. I'm waiting on that. Someone else recommended me Alien. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but here's a weird one. So I so the same person that said Suspiria also said uh Green Knight. Yeah. Uh, just that was a just, good movie. just visually, yeah. Uh, this thing called Awaken, which is just like some kind of documentary, and then last but not least, Mad Max Fury Road. Also, oh hell yeah, excellent movie. Yeah. See it on. Uh, have you seen the Blood and Chrome version of that? Yeah, I have. They were selling them together for some reason. On, oh, okay, on, that makes sense. On, so I have them digitally. I have them on the Google Play Store, but uh-huh. but honestly, man, it's like. Because I kept, I, you know, I, I went out of my way to, like, build a nice little place to watch TV and shit. And I, um, and I kept debating on whether I needed a Blu-ray player because I have an Xbox and it plays Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, you know, and then I had a real long talk with a fucking snob. It was like, like, that thing isn't, like, it's doing it's doing okay. So so I was just debating <laughs> on, like, whether whether it, even, it would even be worth it, right? Getting a dedicated blu mm-hmm. And, man, it does make a difference. Like, like a difference, like it, it's it's probably the most the biggest difference I can see f- of anything that people say. like like I don't believe in that shit about like like a gold plated HDMI cable is better. That's bullshit. No, no, that's those people just trying to take your money. They just they wrapping it in gold flakes. And it's like look, it either it either does HDMI two uh, two point or two point one or it doesn't. That's right. what that's that's what matters. But but you know, what it's made out of is so the difference is so minuscule. We like you're talking about like like obviously, you know, different materials carry the electrical signals more efficiently, but the errors that you that you're getting rid of is like it's less than a percent. It's like something you wouldn't even notice. You know, it's like right. it's like you know, like one or two pixels will be affected out of out of millions of of, or billions of, fix, of pixels, so it's, it's one of those right. things that like it's just not worth it for you to go get like platinum coated cables. Well, it's, they do that all the time. Like audiophiles are, are are all about that bullshit too. You know where they get those right. like I think it's called like the Pair Anjou cables or something, and they're like five thousand dollars for like a single cable. You like, know, what? and every time they every time they just compare, they just do a. They'll they'll take someone who's you know a classically trained violinist or whatever or a conductor or something and they'll have them a b them and they can't tell the fucking difference between that and a sixty dollar monster you know pre- premium cable yeah. or whatever. Well, th- there's a certain level of the the file community. I don't know what to call them, but the cinephiles and the audiophiles mm-hmm. and the um, th- there's a there's a certain subsection of, the, of that community that is um, 
where it's just it's just it's just snobbery. They're like yeah. they like those people that swear they can they can smell the difference between you know expensive wine and cheap wine. It's like no, you can't. You yeah. know they ah oh, the oh, some oh, some notes. It's like no, it isn't. Because it, because it's at the point where like you know even with this even with this shit, it's like it's there's a certain point where like your eyes can't see the difference. You're just doing right. it like you know in your mind that it's you know that that it's point one zero 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 hertz better or whatever but you you're not literally you can't detect the difference and you and you can take somebody who says that they can tell the difference and you can trick them you know you can oh, tell yeah. them it's the other way and you can convince them oh yeah oh yeah i hear yeah i hear it. and it's like that's the same it's the same file i just played you or that's the same cable yeah. you just used, i, I, right? I want to do that with somebody and be like um <laughs> like guess what it's <laughs> neither it's neither <laughs> that was my dick in your ear this whole time <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I I don't consider myself an audio follower, even though it would seem it would seem like that to somebody that is okay with computer like purely shit quality. Because there because there is a line, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. saying the differences are minuscule at the top at the top. Right there there are there is a such thing as a shitty HDMI cable, right? Yes, but 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 the vast majority of the cables you buy. Like like they, like any if you walk in a Best Buy or some mom and pop store or Circuit City or right, whatever, it's like the the HDMI cables you gonna buy in there they're fine. You know what I'm saying? If right. you if you if you buy some shit off Wish, yeah you you might get something that ain't you know like it's stuff with cardboard or some shit. But it gets. And so, I I, go ahead. I I can also understand like like I mean I, I play guitar so there's a lot of gearheads who are super into particular brands and stuff. So like I I. I like Mugami cables for guitar stuff because they have a lifetime warranty and and everything. But you know, and they're more expensive than just like the uh, Live Wire is like you know Live Wire is like the generic brand that you would get at Guitar Center, right? right, right, right Mugami is right. going to cost like twice as much as that. But we're not talking. We're talking sixty dollars a cable. We're not talking six hundred dollars a cable or anything like that. And right, right, you'll right. Never in a million years be able to hear the difference between. A Mugami Gold cable and some, you know, several thousand dollar cable that was uh, bathed in the blood of a virgin or something to make sure that it's grounded to the Earth's electrical <laughs> exactly. field or some exactly. bullshit. You know, it's all nonsense. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like the like the headphones I walk around with now. They're for they're almost four hundred dollars when they came out. Mm-hmm. But they they do everything I need to the that's as much that's as much as I would go to like the luxury because there's there's headphones out there that's you know two three four five thousand dollars that yeah. are that are better than these in a way that I wouldn't notice. Right, you know what I'm saying? That's right. all it is. It's like the, all the all the headphones at this category they sound the same to me. And I, right. I, you watch some reviewers or whatever, and they'll be like, "Well, no, because because here's the thing, I'll see, I'll see people where it's like, they'll measure it. This, that's when you start tripping yourself up. Get all the meters and scales and shit the fuck out of your house. <laughs> Stop. Don't measure it the least amount of stuff that's possible because that's when you start being unhappy about everything. Like I did, I built, I built this little th- theater thing for my enjoyment." You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like it. It's like I wouldn't. I'm not gonna buy a meter to be like this. 
you know, this color red is not um it's two percent less accurate. Cause I cause I didn't I wouldn't have known that without that. Like I, I don't right. want to I don't want to hear the wait to hear the numbers to decide if I like what I see. And 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 you're not talking about, for instance, if somebody is a sound mixer and they have, you know, headphones that are studio monitor headphones that are specifically calibrated for a particular production purpose, or like right. a monitor that if you're an editor or if you do um, color grading for film or something like right. that. Obviously, well, yeah. the, the high end stuff exists. Is what I'm saying. There yeah. there is a high end and a low end. But at the high end, there's very little difference between things, short of features and stuff like that. Like the reason I got, because I have Sony everything except mm-hmm. the the Blu-ray player, because for whatever reason, Sony is like Apple. Will like they will inex- unexplainably, um, inexplicably leave out some like key feature in like their their top of the line thing. You know, didn't Sony didn't Sony make the Blu-ray format though? Didn't they? They they, it? they um I'm not sure about that, but but no, with, with the problem with the Sony player it was it was great too, um, but Sony also always cost more, right? So the Sony mm-hmm. the Sony one was great. Sony, ta- Sony tax. Yeah, it was great, and it would have been great to go with the Sony thing, and then I because all because my remote works with every Sony thing in my in my house, but but uh. It's a thing where, like, you have to turn on Dolby Vision every time you watch something that has Dolby Vision in it and turn it off every time you watch something that doesn't. And when when every TV device, whatever, that's come out in the last, like, three or four years can detect Dolby Vision and turn it on automatically. They can detect mm-hmm. when it's in the signal. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, like, the, the, my TV Sony, it can detect the Dolby Vision signal. But the Blu-ray player that they sell doesn't do that. You have to like manually turn it on, it's, and so it's weird to me that like, and I know myself. Cause, and every every when I boiled it down to two ones, every single person was like, "Yeah, that's going to annoy you more than you think." Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's irritating for something yeah. that should be automatic I'm, for I'm, you to have to. F- Go ahead. I'm, I'm dealing with the same thing. I just got a new sound bar for like our good TV, and the sound bar is great. It's a JBL. It's not the. It's like the middle tier JBL sound. Okay. Right. So it's 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 great value and it works really well. But my biggest problem with it is that if you I'm not gonna bore everybody with the details of like all the different stuff in the back, but basically there's one setup that you have to put all the HDMI stuff in, like one or one one setup that does not result in a in a desync between the TV and the soundbar, right? So if you set it up right, it works perfectly. But if you want to switch, if I want to switch from like watching on my Apple TV on that TV to like playing video games, I have to actually switch out the HDMI cable, right? I can't just leave it all set up and switch the input on the TV because if I do that, then one or the other is going to be desynced. And the direction that they're desynced in makes it so I can't adjust it with the the settings on oh, the TV or the bar, that's you know wild. what I'm saying? Yeah, because the because the visual will be first, and then it'll be like oh you know, yeah, whatever, I understand. Like, you know, the word the words are behind the word. Yeah, the audio is behind the right, the yeah. video, <clears throat> so it ends up it, it it's it's normally if it's the other way around, you can put a delay on the sound bar, right, and it'll sync up properly, but 
That, but th- that, see, that, that would infuriate me. I know, I know, I know. That would infuriate me. I know. Me because, especially now with, with this new, because I don't know, I'm not familiar with the, spe- spe- the specific model you're talking about, but it doesn't have like eARC. Uh, it, E-Arc. Does, it has the HDMI ARC, HDMI ARC. Right. So the way that the way that you have to do it is you have to have that cable plugged into the back of your the TV, TV into the eARC port on your TV. With that, yeah, in, into the into the arc port on the TV, and then whatever is the source, so either your video game console or your Apple TV or whatever, right? That cable, the HDMI cable from that, has to go into the sound bar, not the TV. If you put it into the TV, then that will be desynced. That so, how well, how many how many inputs they giving you on the, on the sound bar? Really, only one. Only one extra. So the eARC, the arc port, and then the and then a slot for you to. Now I think that there is a solution because I can go get an optical cable. This is how this is how we like this is how you, we, we we were watching a movie and my me, me, my my wife and I were watching a movie and like I was on my phone during the movie trying to figure out how the fuck do I fix this stupid desync issue, <laughs> and she was getting mad at me because I was like. Maybe if I order an optical cable and then I plug it, maybe the optical no, cable. No, you got to return. You got to return the soundbar. You got to start. You got to get another one. The warranty. I don't know. I don't because because you you know what's gonna happen, Rob. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna try to deal with it. 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 And then when it when it happens for the hundredth, like it's gonna happen for the hundredth time, while you got company over, you know what I mean? And you're gonna be like, that's it. And you're gonna go right I'm gonna to turn the fucking store. Kyle, put my fist through the fucking. <laughs> no, but you, you're gonna make your mind up that second, like just going back to the store. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you're still in the return window. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. I don't see. I don't know you to eat a loss. Why you? Why you so? Why you so dead set on not not replacing it? Um, because I didn't know. Well, number one, because I bought it from Crutchfield, so. The returns on Crutchfield is a good company, but returning shit to them is a huge hassle. Um, and also because doesn't that make them a bad company? Well, maybe. Well, no, it's just because they're not over here. There's no Crutchfield in my area. Okay. You know, that's that's the that's the issue. But um, but really, it's because I mostly play video games on the other TV. So that the TV that it's on is mainly is a. 98% for uh watching movies. So, it's not that big of a deal. I I can dig that. Okay. That's yeah. that's acceptable. It's it, and it, and it's also it's also I I also know that if I brought it back for that, then with my luck, I'd probably get a new one and then that would have a desync issue that I don't know how to solve. Right right now, I'm like I'm like okay, I know how to fix the desync issue at the very least. So I'll take that. That's that is a win for me. I was able to solve the mm. issue, even if but it's not oh, exactly how I want it to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I feel like this is more of a, a more of a more of a jury rig than a solution. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like it, it's almost like it's almost like it's almost like them putting a stint in your heart. It's like you still got to have that surgery later, though. <laughs> You know? Yeah, no, no, you're not wrong. All right. You're not wrong. Well, that, that that's right, a good, that's a good stopping point, right, Rob? 
Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. We'll probably make that motherfucker two episodes. Listen, uh, make sure you share this with people, subscribe, like, whatever. Like, we just found out none of that means anything. So, Apparently not. Yeah, like, share it with people. Like, share subscribe, it with people. That actually does share. matter. Yeah, sharing does help, for sure. Word of mouth is everything. If you enjoy the podcast, share it. If, um, <clears throat> if you would like to know where I'm going to be in the future on tour dates, go to BrianSimpsonComedy.com. I'm Brian. I'm BS Comedian on all socials. Do you want to give out your social, Rob, or your Twitter at least? A lot oh, of people, sure, people yeah. ask for it a lot. People ask for it. You can follow me at, ner- at Nerdy Paper Games. N e r d y p a p e r g a m e s. Nerdy Paper Games. Nerdy Paper Games. That sounds like a like a rap collective. <laughs> like a young like a young um, Gen Gen Z rap collective. Nerdy Paper Games. Yeah, yeah, which I know that's about where you can it. find my SoundCloud. NPG Justin. Um, no, I uh, also we're going to be um permanent I mean I think we'll have a guest next week. Sweet. Uh, who knows? Anyway. Thanks you want to drop f- it or you want to say you want to you want to just say stay tuned and you'll no no I don't even want to say that because it it's not even in the May yeah, yeah 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 um, yeah so anyway if you if you want to check us out go to those places if you love the podcast tell somebody we'll see y'all next bougie, week. Bougie, bougie.